Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome into the latest episode of Five on the Floor here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. We're also on Dash Radio every single weeknight at 7 p.m. on their Nothing But Net channel. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. The post-up show started a little bit early tonight for obvious reasons. You can still catch up with it if we post it on the channel. Royal Shepherd hosts that one with our cast of thousands over there. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. If you want to get Brady Hawk's takeaways from tonight's game, you may not want to. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. So many of them are local, including our friends over at Miami Grill. You want to feel better about this game? You got to get a platter of your favorite wings. Miami Grill's got you covered. Bring home a platter of your faves to share for the game on Saturday if you'd like. Um, you can do that lunchtime thing. It's a 1.30 game. Just how you like them. Crispy, grilled, naked, or boneless, and sauce perfection. One of three new sauces. That's mango habanero, honey, garlic, and Nashville hot. If you can't decide, get them all delivered with a catering order. That's There's more than just the wings, of course. You can get the gyros, the cheesesteaks, the burgers, and more. And don't forget, for a limited time, you can also get your Miami Grill collectible cup featuring artwork by four different Wynwood Mural Fest artists. Collect all four. Buy yours for $2.99 or upgrade your meal deal to a larger size for $2.99 and get more fries and the cup. Order online or in person. Pick up drive through dine-in, and delivery available at all locations. Visit MyMiamiGrill.com for more details. Miami Grill, if you're craving it, they're making it. And now tonight's... One, two, three, Cancun episode. One, two, three, four, five on the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. We're here in the arena about 20 minutes after the final buzzer. The Miami Heat lose 113 to 84, 113 to 84 to the Milwaukee Bucks. It was not that close. They're now down 3-0 in this series, led in scoring by Jimmy Butler with 19 points, but he was a minus 26, now minus 60 over the past two games. Goran Dragic and Duncan Robinson, the starting guards with Dragic starting, combined to go four of 20 from the floor. That's right, four of 20. Bam Adebayo with a cosmetic stat line of 17, 8, and 4, but was outplayed again uh, by pretty much everybody on the Bucks on the inside. Um, we are going to get into all – I know everybody wants us to do postseason pods, Greg, and I got Alex sitting next to me here at the arena. Everybody wants the postseason stuff. We're going to wait on all that. There's going to be a lot of time to discuss that, probably starting as soon as about Saturday at 4 o'clock. <laughs> but can you just explain in your terms, Greg – what happened tonight? I think that it is abundantly clear that Milwaukee is a much more connected team. And the things that we thought Miami might be able to improve upon are just not happening. And they have stifled uh, Miami's offense in a way that is not going to change. It's pretty clear. Uh, I think in these three games, if I did my math correct, Milwaukee has out-rebounded Miami by 51. So, like, the things that have hindered Miami all year, uh, 
the shooting and the rebounding continue. So, you know, the story hasn't changed and uh, this series is looking to be a short one. This is an amalgamation of all of the worst Miami Heat postseasons. They are being blown off the floor like they were blown off the floor in 2001 by Jamal Mashburn and Charlotte, um, a, a Heat team that was not connected by the time they got to the playoffs. They look like they don't care, a little bit like the 2007 team that I've talked so much about that just won a championship. This team didn't do that. That got blown off the floor by Lowell Dang and swept off the floor with Pat Riley clapping them off the floor. I'm wondering if Eric Bolsher is going to do that on Saturday. Um, and, and they also remind me in some ways of the 2011 finals team that had a guy who went catatonic in the finals um, in, uh, you know, obviously LeBron then and Bam now. And the 2014 finals team that, you know, just was totally outclassed by the Spurs. Alex, you and I were sitting here watching it. You were getting increasingly frustrated as the game went on. <laughs> I almost got kicked off press row. Not really, but could have. Um, just uh, Greg talked about this wasn't about scheme. It was about guts. They showed no guts. But how much is the scheme contributing to it? How much is the strategy contributing? Or is this just a better, bigger, and as Greg said, more connected team? Well, both of those things connect to each other. And it's to me, it's just like 100%. This team has no guts. This team played in game two and game three with no guts. Just, I, I mean, that's not something that's quantifiable. But what is quantifiable is, you know, the Bucks being bigger to bigger than you at every position and, you know, making that a, a, a real thing to play off of. Whereas the size advantage didn't matter. Even though they got in bigger than last year, the size advantage was just not a problem for the Heat last year. They were, they were able to take advantage of the Bucks' size and nail jumpers in their face game after game after game. It just wasn't there this series. The offense, I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself for believing in this team and believing that this team that's had trouble on offense all year was going to be able to make the shots when they counted, especially in front of a home crowd that they haven't had in over a year. I mean, there's just so much to talk about with this game that I, I don't even know how to get my head on straight here. There was a complete lack of guts. They were not able, when it comes to the schematic stuff, they were not able to do anything to any of the adjustments that Bud made from the start of the series. It felt like they made their adjustments. They, they made it so that the Heat were not going to be able to get anything at the rim. And then the Heat just kind of gave They can't like shoot. Like I came into tonight thinking there's no way after all this talk of Jimmy Butler being stupidly locked in, get me to the playoffs and I'll do the rest, that, they were gonna, I, that we were going to come out tonight down 3-0 with the Heat being down 3-0. And that's exactly where we are. And I, I just, frankly, I've been flabbergasted with my jaw on the ground for most of this game. I, it's just... I believed in this team a little bit too much. And now I'm over here just disappointed. And the thing about it is, you know, we talked about maybe this was just rearranging deck chairs in the Titanic. And essentially that's what this turned out to be. They started Dragic, but all four guards played poorly. I mean, none was the only one who, I mean, even shot reasonably. We take three shots. Uh, the other three couldn't shoot at all. And again, we will get into what you do now, because I think that, you know, to a certain degree, all four of them have proven their deficiencies here in the postseason, and that's going to need to be addressed. And, you know, if you needed a reason to blow this up, and of course we can talk about, you know, keeping a team together too long, 06, 07, keeping a team together too long, you know, 17, 18, and, and all the things, you know, that have repeated themselves kind of in heat history. But, but let's, let's cycle back to this because you mentioned it. Jimmy Butler came into this series saying, we're st I'm stupidly locked in. Just get me, like, like Alex said, get me to the playoffs and I'll take over. 
he played pretty well early in this game, even with Giannis hounding him. And I just felt like it looked like Jimmy, it was, I mean, we talked about David and Goliath in the finals last year against the Lakers, you know, when he didn't have Dragic and he didn't have Bam and he's going at LeBron and AD by himself. This has felt more David and Goliath than that did. It, 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 it feel, it felt tonight like, Jimmy was the only one who might have been capable of breaking through in any way. And then ultimately that fell apart too. Yeah. Early on, he was sharp. If he had like a little bit more bounce than I think we had seen from him. Um, and the, the jumper looked a little bit more, uh, you know, online and there was arc on it. So like there was, there was hope there. And also like he can manufacture offense in, in crazy ways. And so you thought Jimmy was trending in that direction, but you're right. Like, kind of the rest of the team didn't follow along in the, in those footsteps. And I have to say this, and I, and I don't mean it to start any level of drama at all. Like that's truthfully not where I'm going, but I have to say that I, I noticed that Jimmy and Bam, um, there was, they weren't communicating on the court the way that they did last year. And, and, and sometimes that's as much as like a fist bump or a chest bump, or it's, you know, talking or it's like dapping somebody up after a nice pass, that kind of stuff just wasn't happening tonight specifically. And I don't know if the life's just sucked out of them and they're ready to go home and, and the lack of being able to hit the broad side of a barn shooting is just, you know, gnawing at them, but it, there's just something that looks off there and I can't pin it. The weird thing about this is they could have stolen game one on the road. I mean, and, and I was telling Alex here, the defense has been fine to your point. Yeah, it ha it has. But but here's the thing. It, it felt to me like they just emptied the clip in game one, like everything that they had left in them this season went into that game and they couldn't finish it. And the last two games, again, when you're not making shots, it hurts you on the other end. Um, but I do think it's a combination of two things. I think it is being outclassed, which I felt they were coming into this series. Uh, Milwaukee is better than they were last year. There's no question about that. Okay. Miami's not as good. Okay. Um, but it's, it's not about being bubble flukes or anything like that. It's just where both teams are right now. I mean, it, it happens. Teams evolve or devolve over the course of a, you know, the you know, several months it, it occurs, but also though, Alex, when we look at, 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 you know, again, the disconnection, they don't look like they enjoy each other right now. I, I know it's a little bit of a chicken or the egg thing, because if you're not making shots, but I think Greg's right. Like we haven't seen that this year. Like, and you mentioned it, Greg, the no Tyler Tuesdays, the no, it, it just, it just feels to me like they want to get this thing over with and they're already out class. So why not just let the thing go? Right. It definitely feels like that. Uh, I believe that, you know, I, I can't talk about, how they're feeling in their interpersonal relationships. But there is something to what you're talking about in the sense that, you know, we talked about before the Tyler Tuesdays and the, the lack thereof, the, the lack of hyping up Tyler here, like all of there was all of last season. We were inside the locker room and just hearing those types of anecdotes and quotes every night from Jimmy kind of hyping up Tyler. And I think the same can be said to a lesser degree about Bam. And I know he's hyped up Bam plenty of times throughout this season, but I don't know, man. I think it's kind of died down. I think the energy just hasn't been there as a collective this season went from this team. And like, I don't know, man, I, I'm at this point right now, just sitting here at the arena, wondering how it all got down. A lot of empty quick. quotes. Like, how long ago was the bubble, man? The bubble was in October when, when, when they were over here willing games over and over and over and over in the fourth quarter past teams that they were not supposed to beat. They were the five seed 
and all of a sudden they can't win one game, not even your first one in front of a full crowd. Because, by the way, it feels like every single seat in here was filled tonight, mm -hmm. even though it was only supposed to be 17,000. I, I feel like every seat was filled. And they were counting down Giannis's, they were counting down Giannis's uh, free, throw, free time. throw time. I mean, the, the crowd was great tonight. The crowd showed up tonight. I mean, eventually, a lot of them were eating out there. But they, they showed up. And could up. never really get going. The team, the, team, the, the team did not. All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to get into BAM here a little bit. Again, we're holding off on the – what you do with these guards in the offseason, all that. We've got a lot of time to get to this, mistakes that may have been made uh, and all of that stuff, but just going to focus more on tonight and kind of where, where Bam was and, and whether he can take anything out of the second half, which I guess was slightly slightly better. All right, if you're going to do any bets, by the way, go to mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag. If you had listened to my guy, Jim Rodriguez, today, you would have won big on the Heat game. He had the Bucks minus two, and he had the under. Uh, both hit, obviously. Well, the Bucks minus two. Uh, that, that one cleared pretty easily. Uh, whether you're placing a wager on your favorite team, player, or just looking for kicks, mybookie.ag gives you the best odds and tons of options to make your favorite sports a hell of a lot more exciting. Again, like playing the under tonight, at least would have given you something to root for. So go to mybookie.ag, use the promo code five. That's F-I-V-E, the promo code five. You get your first deposit matched up to a thousand bucks. Let them know we sent you. Use the promo code five to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off, unlike the heat, with a win. Mybookie.ag, the code five. All right, um, let's get to BAM tonight. And, and again, I mentioned the numbers. I, I don't know that the numbers matter. They don't. You know, at this point i mean he's been outplayed by brooke lopez i mean that that shouldn't happen in 2021 it, it just shouldn't and uh, you know there's going to be a carryover to this um in the offseason for sure there's going to be doubts about kind of whether he can be your number two guy and and whether or not he has the mindset to kind of push through i thought early in this game greg like he shot three times in the first five minutes um he was trying to be aggressive he just doesn't look comfortable. And yeah. I, I just wonder at this point, he probably has so many people. And, and this is when I, I wish, and Ira and I have talked about this on Onset Radio, that we could be in the locker room because we haven't been in a locker room since last March. I mean, more than a year ago. And that's where you figure out what think, what's going on. You talk to players on the side, you get a feel for it. You know, that's where when Mario Chalmers was struggling in the 2014 finals and, you know, I'm on the court here at the arena and LeBron finishes his availability and comes up to me and goes, what the F is wrong with Rio? And I'm like, why don't you talk to him? You're, you're his teammate, <laughs> but, but you could, you know, you could sense the concern that was going on there and what was going on with Rio was some personal stuff that he didn't really want out there. Um, but with Bam, I don't know if it's personal. I don't know if it's just too many people in his ear. I don't know if that he has disconnected from some of the other players on the team. I don't know if it's the pressure of the max contract, or I don't know if it's just the fact that Brooke Lopez and the Milwaukee Bucks have had a great scheme for him. Yeah. Maybe it's all of those things. So let's give credit to Milwaukee. They've played really well. Like, honestly, uh, it's not because I think Miami has been so great. Like Milwaukee looks like a team that is primed to make a run towards a, a, a like a championship in terms of like, I think they can beat uh, Philadelphia and, you know, they'll give Brooklyn everything that, that they got. They've got the perfect recipe. The drop is finally working. They worked all year to be able to switch. And now the drop is working. It's funny how that happens. And with Bam, this is the thing, like, you know how Popovich has had that approach uh, with LeBron specifically, and he and even Dwayne has has had this treatment at times where um, they gave you the jumper, and if the jumper was falling, you're all good. But if the jumper stops falling, you get weird, and then you start to lose confidence, and you get a little herky jerky with your movements. 
Well, imagine a guy who has way less in his tool bag than LeBron James or Dwayne Wade going through that same kind of thing where they're daring him to shoot and he's taking the shots. He's not making them. So then at that point, he doesn't have the other tools to do these things. And so we're really kind of seeing him at his worst right now. And, uh, you know, I just don't think that it'll be indicative of what we see for the rest of his career. But man, this has been a bad series for Bam Adebayo. Is there any way in game four, um, Alex, I mean, win, loss or whatever, that he can salvage anything at this point? No, it's too late. Like, obviously, you know, we're, we're all still like big band people here. The, the organization is obviously not going to move on from him. So I don't really think game four, I mean, <laughs> Leif over here making faces, stop it. I don't know if this one's getting on YouTube. <laughs> oh man. But uh but seriously with Bam, it's just like, no, it's too little, too little, too late at this point. You were great for most of the bubble. Uh you really showed up in the playoffs and they needed him to be somebody that he just isn't. He's not at that stage. And I think it's something that we've learned throughout the whole season and it just became abundantly clear. Like they gave him all the space to work and he didn't want to do the work as far as, you know, getting to the basket, making stuff happen, taking the shot when it's there. And I know he's tried, like he showed some fight even uh, later on in this game when it was completely out of hand and he kind of stared down Giannis after recovering a loose ball there. Like, I know that Bam is upset. I know that Bam it didn't just give up. That's not what I think happened. I just think he was completely out schemed. They gambled and the Bucks did that pretty much that their whole game plan was Jimmy and Bam are going to be ineffective. And that's just kind of going to be it. Like the, the rest of the people aren't going to beat us. And, you know, we, they, they had a size advantage at every position and you've got Bam being unable to be that guy that you need him to be. Like they did him, they needed him, this roster with all the flaws that it has needed him to be somebody that he's not, they needed him to be a scorer. He's not there yet. He, I, I believe that he'll put it all together. He, he like, he could just come get into the summer, put all the work into you know, some moves, some counters, and come back better than ever. But this season, it's a little bit, you know, it's too little too late. And the real difference on, on offense was the lack of shooting from everybody else. Like, they didn't need Bam to be that scorer last year. They needed him to be this year, and he just didn't come through whatsoever. You know, he was great on defense. The rest of the team wasn't great on defense. And, like, they were supposed to be a defense first team. It didn't happen throughout this series. Like, they, they just kind of, everything fell apart. Everything fell apart. And Bam fell apart. I, I, I still believe in him, but it's just, I'm, it's disappointing, and it's just an ugly finish to, you know, a season where he got better. All right. Well, this has been sort of an ugly night, and we're gonna clear out of here. So Tyler Hero gets off the hook, Goran Dragic gets off the hook because there's really not a whole lot else to say about this. Uh, when the MVP chants were coming in for, Nem- too, when 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 the MVP chants were coming in for Nemanja Bjelica, oh, that tonight, took place. Um, you knew that. What we yes oh yeah no we almost had we almost had uh, Bielitsa and Deadman uh, leading the Heat in scoring in back to back games, that's where we are. Um, so let's all say it together here. You ready? One, two, three. Cancun. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.